This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, taking the complexity out of super administration so that you can get on with your business. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. Joining me now is Dr. Francis Batchelor, the Director of Clinical Gerontology at the National Aging Research Institute. Francis, thanks for joining us. No problem. Um, according to some of your research, accidental falls are the 10th leading cause of death for people in residential aged care and the 8th leading cause for people receiving aged care packages. Um, you told the Royal Commission that we need high quality research so we can effectively prevent falls. Um what do we currently know about falls or, or why isn't the research up to scratch? So we know a lot about falls prevention for people living in the community and we have very good evidence that um, exercise programs incorporating strength and balance training um, and that have a dosage of approximately 50 hours in total are effective at uh, preventing falls. And as I said, that's for people who are living in the community. But we don't have a lot of um, high-quality, robust evidence about what works in residential aged care. So a couple of reasons for this. One is that um, there's simply not enough studies done. And the other reason is that um, of the studies that are done, sometimes there are mixed results and sometimes the, the, the quality of the studies is not particularly high. I would imagine that data collection is, is probably key to predict and pre- prevent falls. Is, is that what we need more data collection? Well, in the absence of those robust um, research studies, what we really need to focus on is um, falls risk assessment, comprehensive falls risk assessment for individuals, but most importantly then to address any falls risk factors that might have been identified in, in an assessment. So it's not just enough to, to assess someone. We need to make sure that strategies are put in place that address those, those falls risk factors. So what are some kind of simple things that can be implemented now across the board in in aged care that that can really, really tackle the problem? So um, there are many different falls risk factors and things like um, visual problems, which are common um, for people living in residential aged care. Best practice would um, be ensuring that anyone who has been identified as having um, visual problems, has regular assessments by an optometrist or an ophthalmologist, and then um, provided with any treatments that are um, going to address those particular visual impairments, such as cataracts, for example. Um, there's a whole lot of other issues related to medication. So we know that taking a lot of medications is associated with falls risk, and particularly taking medications that affect the brain Um, will increase the risk of falls. So it's really important um, that individual residents have their medications reviewed and um, optimised regularly. Mm -hmm. So they're just some two um, quite sort of straightforward examples. Mm -hmm. We probably do know that um, vitamin D um, supplementation can be important, particularly for the people who have low vitamin D levels, which is is the common problem in residential aged care. Mm -hmm. I interviewed someone um, fairly recently who is looking into the use of blockchain um, to predict falls to quite specific levels, you know, correlating data and so on. Um, Are there other kind of cutting edge or falls prevention technology that you're seeing out there that could be used? Look, unfortunately, um, there are 
that um, it's difficult to recommend particular um, technological solutions. Um, in common usage are things like bed and chair alarms and also um, things such as smart floors. But at this stage, we don't have a lot of evidence about whether they work or not. So I do think there needs to be improvements in our ability to capture you know, locally relevant data and, and respond to it in real time. So, yes, I can imagine a, an approach like the blockchain approach uh, could have um, potential. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you spoke to the Royal Commission, which I guess is probably everyone's way now of trying to affect change. Um, past that, how do we get people interested in, in researching and doing some of this robust research like you mentioned? Yeah, I think it's around raising awareness of the importance of the research and I think that um, often residential aged care in particular has been put in the too hard basket. Obviously, there's a, a higher um, proportion of people um, with cognitive impairment than in the general community, and often um, these people may be excluded from research. So I think there definitely needs to be a concerted effort to raise awareness of the importance both in within the scientific you know, research community, but in the general public as well. I think... Often well-meaning relatives um, might think that it might be a burden for their their loved one to be involved in research when actually given the opportunity they might wish to participate. Are NARI conducting any research at the minute or are you doing any work around the subject? Um, So we don't have a current research project that's happening um, in residential aged care, but what we are involved in is um, um, running workshops Um, which are specifically targeted at staff working in residential aged care about the issue of falls prevention. And so these workshops um, really have an evidence base, but also draw on on staff experience and their knowledge of of what is working within their facilities. So it's, um, you know, solution-focused interactive workshops. Mm -hmm. Well, Dr Bachelor, thank you very much for joining us to talk about this. You're very welcome.